Today's scripture is from Romans chapter 13, verses 11 through 14. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Send your word, O Lord, like the rain falling down upon the earth. Send your word, O Lord, like the rain falling down upon the earth. You may be seated. So God has always spoken to me through dreams. I'm just never very awake to understand it. Uh, There's a a sense that in the dreams that I've had, I've I've never really uh, gotten a clear sense about really uh, what the takeaway was. Um, I've always had very vivid dreams. Um, I dream in color, which a lot of people don't dream in color. I I dream and are able to hear um, other voices and hear people speaking, and so um, audibly I can have conversations. Um, and uh, there's, there's just different, different things that have happened during dreams that um, I, I love to dream. And part of the joy of going to bed at night is that I really hope that I have a good dream. And one of the worst things is to wake up in the middle of the night, uh, right in the middle of a great dream, and, and then have to try to fall back asleep and just like willing yourself as hard as you can to, to try to jump back in right where you left off, right? And it never happens. You end up getting something totally different that is not at all satisfying to finish up the amazing story that you'd been weaving kind of in your subconscious through the night. And so um, dreams have always been uh, just a, a great part of my life. And I've I've always, I've always enjoyed them and I always enjoyed just uh, the different things that kind of come out of them as a reflection of what I'm going through at that point in my life. Now, uh, my dreams might be very stressful and very uncomfortable at times. They might uh, stress me out or make me feel very anxious, but usually that's a reflection of that's what's going on in my life right now. And some, maybe something, there's a project or a conversation that I've been putting off, and the longer that I've put it off, the, the greater sort of the, the monster in the dream becomes, Right? Um, everything that I've been avoiding, uh, my dream is pointing me towards the fact that I think it's time to confront it. But uh, many of y'all may have experienced this as well, um, that once I wake up um, and I try to describe the dream that I've had, um, it really just comes out as nonsense. There's really no way to kind of capture uh, this experience that I've had and the images and uh, the lessons and the takeaways. Um, Really, as I begin trying to describe them, I'll uh, I'll maybe wake up and later in the morning I'll tell Julia and I'll say, I had this dream and and we were in this house where where I grew up and and you were there and we were on the couch and somebody rang the doorbell and I I went to go answer it, but then it was uh, the door at my high school and I I opened it up, but, but it was really like the courtyard at the church 
And it was really you were at the door, but it wasn't the you that was on the couch. And, and it really just doesn't make any sense at all. There's really no takeaway that I've ever been able to kind of hand somebody off to say, God told me to tell you this in a dream, right? And the more that I've tried to do it, um, it's almost like trying to hold on to sand in your hands. That, that, that the more that you try to hold on to it, um, the, the less that you're able to really get a handful. And it's even as I'm describing the dreams, trying to focus as much as I can on, on what I've just experienced, it's almost like the dream is dissolving as quickly as I can tell it. Because dreams for me uh, have never been about uh, lessons or never been about takeaways that were meant for sort of the greater good. Um, they've always been, for me specifically, um, to pay attention to something specific that's going on in my life. And so it's been dreams of anticipation or preparation. And God uses dreams in all sorts of incredible ways. Uh, God uses dreams to speak to kings and carpenters. God speaks to dreams to talk to mothers and children. Uh, God uses dreams all the way from the very first stories of the Jewish scriptures uh, all the way to the end times and uh, the stories and the dreams that the revelator had at the end. Dreams are usually a mention and a pointing that God has that there is something at work around us. And the best is yet to come. So as we enter into the season of Advent, we're beginning a series called The Christmas Dream. The best is yet to come. Uh, because we're entering into a season of anticipation, of reflection, uh, of an excitement of what God is moving and birthing into this world uh, that is life and light, that pushes out all of the darkness that we have ever felt. Advent is a new beginning. It's a, a birth. It's uh, God doing something new in our midst. And we have a small taste of it. We have a small light just even here on our wreath, just one small candle of the five that will eventually be lit that reminds us that there is a light that's growing. Uh, even in our symbols, there's an anticipation uh, of something that's new. And the way that God begins to speak of that is so often it begins with a dream. And the dreams that we have are so different than the dreams that God has for us. And so in our scripture reading, we read today um, from Paul's letter to the Romans. Uh, Paul is writing to a community of Christians that's very mature, uh, that's, that's been through a lot. They've studied the scriptures, and they've not only studied the scriptures, but they've studied Paul's lessons as well. They're familiar with Paul's teachings. Uh, there's even enough that there's a little bit of criticism about Paul's teachings at times. Uh, this is a mature community of believers uh, that's looking for the next chapter of what God is doing in their midst. And Paul says the next chapter is coming to life all around us. It's time to wake up from our slumber, to wake up from the things that we have been dreaming and the things that we have been wanting. It's time to wake up from the darkness uh, that we have surrounded ourselves in, all of the attitudes and appetites and agendas and all of the hardships and the shadows that have pulled on us and claimed priority from us. It's time for us to wake up and to see that there is a light beginning to break through. That we are now not only in a new moment, 
of our faith, but we are in a new era of time, a new chapter and unfolding of creation that we've never seen before. See, Paul began to, to outline this belief that we are in a new age, that we are caught between the brightening and the dawn that started with the arrival of Christ, but not yet to the fullness of the day in which Christ is fully bringing to us. We are caught in that morning light. The first testimony, the first witnesses to that light. And so the same context that Paul is telling to the Romans is the same space that we find ourselves today is we are witnesses to the breaking of a dawn, of the breaking of a life and a hope and a joy and a peace that is greater than anything that we have ever experienced in this life. And we get to be witnesses to that light and to that love, to something new beginning, to something new that's breaking forth in our lives. And that means that we are transformed. Not just in the way that we believe, not just internally in the spirituality that we have, in the way that perhaps we give a little bit more reflection or a little bit more meditation during this season, but this transformation and this dawning, this new age that Christ brings with us is something that changes our entire lives. Everything else in this world will push you to rush quickly will demand your attention, will pull on you and insist that they have a, a priority on your life. In this season of the culture that begins to speed up and our calendars start to fill up, we find ourselves in a season of the church that asks us to wait and to pause and to take note of what God is bringing forth. And so when we look at just one candle lit, we begin to say, uh, it's still so dark. And we can still focus on the darkness. We can still focus on what we've just moved through. Or we begin to see the dawning of a light, of hope, beginning to break forth in a way that we've never imagined possible. And I believe that part of the message of what Paul was trying to say to the Romans is wake up. Wake up from the slumber that you had, but also wake up from the dreams that you have been having. Wake up from the dreams that you, have for, that you have had for your life, because all of the dreams that we have sought after, all the dreams that we chase out, the dreams that we have for ourselves, our own lives, the dreams that we have for our families, the dreams that we have for our church, for the community, the dreams that we pray for this nation of what we can be or this world in the direction that it's going, all the dreams that we have in this life dissolve just as quickly as, way, as the way that we can describe them. Because there is not a single dream that we have in this world that is greater than the, God, the dream that God has for us. The dream that God has for us to set us free. The dream that God has for us to drive out to the light, to begin to see something new emerging. The way that hope, faith, peace, and love are not just things that we focus on one part of the year, but we start our year with them. They become the foundation of our faith. They become that breaking forth a light that we will need to see all throughout this entire year. 
That leads us to the fullness of understanding that Christ died for us, Christ was born for us, Christ walked with us, and Christ will come for us again. And that we are never alone in this life. And we are a part of something new. Something breaking forth in an incredible way. Something that wakes us up, something that awakens our spirit, and that begins to flow into our actions and our attitudes, our behaviors and our relationships. And every moment of our lives becomes transformed from the light and the hope that begins to break forth. Dreams have a way of showing us that things can be different. And when God speaks to people in dreams, it's so funny to see what happens to them afterwards. Because there's still a period of doubt. There's still a period of struggle. But there can still be that faithful, that faithful response of the best is still yet to come. That we can't wait to see the fullness of what God is dreaming for us. Now, I said earlier that typically uh, when I have dreams, uh, there are different things that are going on in my life. Uh, but there was one particular time in my life that I had a dream that involved my best friend. And uh, my best friend was, in my dream, uh, kind of lost in some corridors and hallways of like an indoor stadium, and an indoor arena, like if you think like the, the BJCC or some sort of uh, large arena, and, and he was lost kind of in the corridors and the hallways uh, calling out for somebody. And then my dream would flash to the other person in the dream uh, that was also lost on uh, the opposite side of the stadium calling out for him. And so I began to um, begin to wonder kind of what this meant. And, and I woke up from the dream thinking, uh, man, I should give him a call. I hadn't, I hadn't really talked to him in life. And so later that afternoon, I called him up. I hadn't talked to him for uh, quite some time up to that point. And I just called him and said, hey, I just want to check in. and just wanted to see how life was going. And he said, Arthur, it's not been great. And he talked about how he'd been really struggling lately. And he had difficulty in a relationship that he was in, had difficulty in uh, different things that were going on in his life, and he was just feeling lost. And I was like, God, thank you for giving me this dream to be able to call and check on my friend. And, and that feeling, that affirmation of God speaking through dreams, that, that really stuck with me to uh, the point that I went to uh, one of my counseling meetings that I have. I have a counseling meet, uh, appointment that I have every month, whether life is going great or whether life is falling apart. I have a standing appointment with a counselor. And, and I told my counselor, you will not believe that God spoke to me in a dream. My counselor said, well, what happened? And I said, I dreamed that uh, my best friend was feeling lost and uh, couldn't connect with somebody in his dream, and I called, and I checked on him, and it turned out that that was the case, and that God spoke to me in a dream. And my counselor said, that's amazing. And she said, now also, some people would say that dreams are a reflection of what we're going through as well, that sometimes we substitute other people into our dreams to uh, make it a little bit easier to understand what it is we're going through. So what would that dream mean if you were the one feeling lost and disconnected? 
I said, whoa, I don't want to get into that. That is way too far of what I want to get into. But it was amazing that that just acknowledgement began to help me see in such a deeper way that God does tell us what's going on in the world around us. But in the same way, God knows exactly what's going on in our lives as well. So when God speaks to us in dreams, it's things that apply to the entire world. It's things that apply to our families, to our personal lives. God speaks to us in a way that covers every area of our lives. That whether we're so focused on what's going on in other people's lives, God is so quick to say, hey, I'm speaking into your life as well. And that our dreams are an awakening. I was awakened at that moment that there was something going on in my life as well that I was completely blind to. That I was choosing to not look at until somebody helped me turn my eyes to that direction. And God helped to speak to that moment as well. God is awakening us to something new. A hope that is emerging. A light that is coming. And of all the dreams that we've had that have fallen apart, this is the dream that God has said you've been waiting for. And the best is yet to come. Amen and amen. Will you pray with me today? Almighty and gracious God, we give you thanks. I would give you thanks for your spirit and your power. Lord, we give you thanks for dreams. We give you thanks for your word. Lord, we give you thanks for families and friends and loved ones and even strangers that begin to speak life into our lives that reveals that there is something more to come in this world, that there is an emerging of hope, of peace, of love and joy, that there is something greater being born. Lord, you have begun to awaken us that we are in a new age, an age to where the light begins to grow brighter and brighter. And that light, Lord, it may cause us to still focus on the shadows and the darkness of how they begin to, to still push upon us and say that that light doesn't seem like it's enough to light up everything, but Lord, you have told us the best is yet to come. You are only getting closer to us. Your, your reign is only becoming sooner. So Lord, allow us to become a part of your light, to illuminate our lives, for us to be able to live and behave and uh, to be able to treat others in a way that begins to emerge hope and light as well. That we might become one of the first testimonies, one of the first touches of your life and your grace in the world. And Lord, as we begin this work, may we follow after you and do it all in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.